And welcome to episode the fifth bartender with Vic Muscat. This is episode one because I am not counting that drunken, stoned out, thirteen minute <laughs> podcast I did a couple nights ago. I'm not counting that. This is episode one, and I am with the lovely Courtney Schilling. I I suck with names. I apologize for that. <laughs> it's all good. What's up, guys? Welcome. Now, I saw you at uh, the uh, bartending uh, memes page, which I haven't seen releasing a meme, so I think that's false, false advertising right there. But that's another story, another time. <laughs> and um, yeah. you're one of the bartenders that got uh, laid off from the uh, coronavirus? Yeah, yeah. I actually, I honestly didn't think that I was going to get laid off from it at all because the in the first, like, week or two where everyone else was getting laid off, I, my, my owner was like, there's no way. Like, she's basically like, we're not getting shut down until, like, we're being forced to shut down. So I was like, all right, cool. Like, we're good, you know? And then, uh, it was actually, I got super lucky. It was my last day of work, uh, it was a Wednesday, last Wednesday. Um, and then they closed the bar down on Thursday and Wednesdays are actually my Fridays. So well, I was weird. like, I didn't have to go. Yeah. I didn't have to go in for the next couple of days anyways, but then they were like, you don't have to come in at all. I was like, well, shit. Yeah. Cause when the first thing, when the first, cause I just do, um, private events right now, part of catering and bartend part-time at this tavern down the road from me. And Right huh. away, because that's more of a, kind of like a, I love bartending since 1998. I mean, I, how did you get into bartending? Like, did you just say, walk in and say, um, I want to do this, or you go to school? No, not at all. I didn't go to school anything. I got super lucky. Um, I was a server, um, and I was looking for a new job. I was, like, 20, and... Um, I was looking for a new job and the restaurant that I had applied for, it was a family business. Um, and so I had my interview and then she was like, well, I'm also looking for a bartender as well. Have you ever bartended? And I was like, at one time at a warehouse party, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, um, but she was really cool. And she was, she was so awesome to work with. It's a place called blue fire grill in Chino. And uh, she was just nice enough to, teach me how to bartend and that's pretty much where it all started see i already started i started off going to school and everything thinking you have to be educated and need a certification and then a couple of years down the road people looking at me going like why'd you go to school you know you just you know start with a server and then you be promoted as a bartender and i'm like i could have saved 400 dollars. really thank you for telling me this now <laughs> yeah yeah i know it's it's pretty crazy i hear of a lot of people you know, going to school for it, and from other people that I've talked to, I mean, um, at the same time, like, it kind of is a waste, you know, because now in the age that we have, like, we have YouTube, you know, and all kinds of things, you can, there's so many other ways of learning, you know, oh, where, like, it's not fully necessary to spend all that money, you know. For like, doing that, like, these people still ask me all the time. They're like, 
oh, like, how'd you get into it? Like, did you go to school? And I'm like, no, no, don't go to school. Like, if you're thinking about it, don't do it. <laughs> like, I, I noticed on the um, the bartending page, people start saying, like, you know, showing, like, comments saying, like, this person says get a real job, you know, being a bartender or, you know, Sam's negative perception of bartenders. I always believed that uh, bartenders were, like, independent contractors. It's like, okay, I work, for example, say yeah. I work at Chili's. Yeah, I'm working with the Chili's to help you guys out, and you can help me out, and okay, I'll go buy your rules for the, for our agreement. But it's like, if I wanted to leave, I'll leave. So I'm not going to stick around and be unhappy and be, like, 100% corporate. It's, I'm my own, my own, yeah. back, you know? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, it is like that because it's so easy. I feel like for bartenders, once you are a bartender, it's really easy for us to find work. So if we don't like a certain bar, it doesn't fit our vibe. I like that. It really allows, like what you said, like being an independent contractor, it allows us that freedom. You know, I mean, there's so many different aspects of bartending. There's so many different types of bartending, you know, I mean, whether it's corporate or a dive bar or, you know, somewhere a little more um, black tie, you know what I mean? That yeah. kind of thing. So it really just depends on what you're looking for. And I like that about bartending. You can kind of just find like your vibe, you know, definitely, or, and go from there. Or I'm going to really start yeah. at my age right here. Um, I bartend in like all sorts of environments. I mean, if you name it, I probably have done it. I bartended in like nightclubs, strip clubs, restaurants. I did a, a gay night at a club one time. They never called me back when they found out I was straight, but it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> and I also keep bartending with like like right now in the tuxedo in front of an aquarium and stuff like that. But yeah, it's just like you know, it's still mm -hmm. part of the journey. And I've part of me wished I was like kind of the corporate guys and say what if, but you wouldn't have the memories mm -hmm. of jumping to bar to bar to bar in different environments. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've actually, I've only worked for a corporate bar one time and it was in a movie theater um, and I quit. I was just so bored. Like I love, what I love about bartending is being able to socialize and be yourself behind the bar. Yeah. Um, whereas like working somewhere where it's corporate, especially somewhere like a movie theater, you know, people aren't sitting at the bar. They grab their drinks and they go to go see their movie, you know? Yeah. And so I tried to work for a little bit and I just found myself really bored, like very bored. So uh, I had to quit and move on from that. But that's the only time I've ever worked corporate. All the other places that I've bartended, it's all been family-owned, small businesses, and I really yeah. seem to enjoy that the most, I think. Yeah, I mean, I've had better experience with non-corporate people as well, but mm -hmm. there was one place by uh, in Cape Elizabeth, Maine, called In by the Sea. I worked there for, like, three years, and it was, like, right, actually right by the ocean. You had to wear the vest and everything like that, and it was owned by, like, different shareholders, but it wasn't, like, really corporate-owned. They try to make it corporate, but you, uh -huh. but you just look at it and be like, yeah, whatever, and do your own thing, and they just don't do anything. But that was fun. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the corporation is just kind of like sucks the fun out of bartending, I think. 
It does. And I, I am terrible. I am horrible with having to wear a uniform. Like I'm very much what you would call, I guess, the free spirit. Yeah. So it's very hard to try to put me in a uniform every day. <laughs> you know, like it's not really, a, it doesn't work out. So where I work now, I get to wear whatever I want. Nice. That's the cool thing about, it, you know, as long as I look cute, <laughs> you know. As long as you bring the guys in, you're fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what Definitely. Is, what is your favorite cocktail, by I the way? Like what? what was that? I'm sorry? <laughs> I'm in my quarantine outfit today, <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think... You see, I was so lucky because um, I have... I'm a caregiver for my fa family as well. Caregivers are on the, uh -huh. the exemption list of staying home. So I can't really stay home. But I just go to point A, point B, and that's it. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is, but... Hey, that's cool. Yeah. Well, California's in complete lockdown, aren't they? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, they're giving out tickets already in Santa Monica for people that are refusing to not stay at home. Mm -hmm. um, the very first weekend quarantine here in California, um, everyone was like, I don't care. Screw it. Like, and so yeah. everyone, the very first weekend, the beaches were packed. And, uh, so now they shut down the beaches, you know, whereas before the beaches weren't shut down, but then everyone kind of flocked to it the very first weekend. And so now we don't have that. Um, yeah. I have it really lucky right now. I live in the mountains, so I can go outside and go on a hike or whatever yeah. and be fine. Um, but definitely, like, the people in L.A., like, the larger cities, I think, are definitely more in a shutdown than uh, I am here, so. Yeah, in southern Vermont right it's now. It's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. And I'm I'm really not a believer about the virus, but that's another story another time. But, you know, I just think it's extremely... I feel you. I feel you. I, say, I, <laughs> I just feel like it's very overhyped. I have a lot of questions that aren't being answered, but that's, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I noticed too in, um, your kind of, uh, your, uh, original podcast that I watched, um, that you made something called the blonde headed slut, the blonde headed slut, which, yes, which is so funny because one of my specialty drinks that I brought to the bar that I'm at now mm -hmm. is a red headed slut. That's my, one of my favorite shots to make. Yeah. Um, like, when I come in, I write on the whiteboard as specials for me every day. You know, I'm the only one that makes them at my bar. And uh, blonde-headed slut, I was like, hmm, okay. But to be totally honest, nothing against blondes, but a red-headed slut sounds a lot better. I'm it, just saying. It does. <laughs> it does. I mean, the blonde-headed slut's the younger sister of the red-headed slut. I'll admit that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Definitely. Yeah, I guess I was because I know what you mean about a movie theater because I worked at a bowling alley for a while behind the bar and the bar it was like mm -hmm. half snack bar, half like regular bar. So I was busy enough, you know, making uh -huh. fried shit and everything like that. But um yeah, the bar liquor selection was so small. And it was so hard to deal with because if you have college kids, they'll be like, They want this, they want that I couldn't do long line iced teas or anything like that. So I started Yeah. So I started making like, you know, Simpler, like kind of simpler, but 
drinks that Southern Vermont hasn't really heard of before. And Blonde Head Select was one yeah. of them. So was the uh, Tootsie Roll, the cool and orange juice. So, and mm-hmm. um, eventually in 2012, I won the Best Brownsboro Bartender Award in Brownsboro, Vermont. And, you know, it's just like improvising. That's how... Congratulations. Oh, thank you. It was... That's awesome. I, you get nothing. <laughs> you just get a pat on the back. And it's like, great. Oh, <laughs> oh well. I mean, I yeah, I know the movie theater that I went at, actually, it was uh, no liquor. Mm-hmm. So it was beer and wine only. Um, and so we were making cocktails, but they were like different kind of sangrias, essentially. Mm. Um, so that was cool. But I was getting, that's another reason why, like, I was so bored. You know, we only had like these five mixed drinks that we can make and that was it, you know? So it was mm. uh, definitely not my style. And it was so funny, too, because all the other bartenders that I worked with there, none of them has ever bartended before. I was the only one that has, like, bartended before I was at that location, you know? So, I mean, for people, for everyone there that was just getting into it, like, it was good for them, you know? Um, Just kind of figure it out, I guess. But I do think that a huge part of bartending is definitely the mixologist standpoint of it, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's part of the fun Oh my gosh, I made my own drink, actually. What was you doing? It was the day of work. I call it the Peachy Keen. And, uh, yeah, Peachy Keen. And you can do it, obviously, in a shot or as a cocktail. Um, but it's Sky Georgia Peach Vodka, um, Sprite, and orange juice. And it was so. Good. I did like a squeeze of lime as well too, but peachy keen and like I was just messing around. I was I drink my favorite. I this is what I drink consistently. (laughs) I was getting bored with it, you know, like every night drinking Jim Beam. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna make something like fruity, something good. And I came up with the peachy keen, and it was pretty damn good. (laughs) That's what it's all about. Yeah, just about you know experimenting I, mean, I always tell yeah. people, I always tell people you know just be you and you know how do you think these guys get their cocktails in the, in the book because they were screwing around mm-hmm. one night throwing shit together and boom they did well yeah definitely oh, pop quiz though and that's what I love about huh pop quiz real fast how do you make your tequila sunrises my tequila sunrises, I do um, tequila, grenadine, okay. orange juice. Okay, you do the grenadine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I use grenadine. I, I use grenadine as well, but I, it pisses me off when I see a bartender use cranberry juice when they have the grenadine. It's just like, what? The, that's not a tequila sunrise. Well, I feel like the reason why you would want to use grenadine versus cranberry juice is grenadine is like a thicker, more syrupy kind of red. Right. You know, and you when you pull syrup in with the alcohol and in with the juice, you want it to kind of like, uh, almost like lava, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, like, look of it, you know, whereas cranberry juice, it's a, it's a lot thinner of a, of a liquid to be putting in it, so I feel like it wouldn't. I don't know. 
Yeah, cranberry juice. I couldn't imagine. Because I always figured that Grindy is like for the show. I mean, the Kiyo Sun writes is for the show as well. You know, I've seen the yes, engine goes down definitely. the soy, and people they use cranberry juice. It's like, kills the show. I'm like, I don't know. And I just grind my teeth. Yeah. Like, okay, you know. Oh, man. How was, uh, how was working uh, St. Patrick's Day? Were you working that day? I was not working that day, unfortunately. I wish I was. Man. But my... Uh, I... I've gotten so, I've gotten so lucky these past few years. I've never ever had to work a St. Patrick's Day, and then this year finally I had to. It was my first year working St. Patrick's Day, and I was like, "Damn!" Because it's my favorite holiday. But um, it was good. We made good money. Yeah, I mean, it's a good day to make money. But I always thought St. Patrick's Day. I look at it as in like this is the one day a year we can get drunk. Screw that! I'm gonna get drunk 365 days a year. You're not going to tell me there's a certain one day <laughs> I have to wait. If I want green beer, I'll make myself green beer. You know, you're not going to tell yeah. me. You're not going to tell me when I can drink or anything. I, I hated that. But it was good money. I feel you. I'm Irish as hell. So, like, when St. Patrick's Day comes, I, like, I go all out. I'm, like, super festive about it. And I'm, like, Irish pride, yeah. Like, let's do a dropkick Murphys all day long. Like, you nice. know. So, yeah. Nice. Very prideful about. <laughs> oh, by the way, what the heck does thirsty mean? I see this thirsty on Facebook and the page. It's like thirsty. What the heck does that mean? I'm I'm old. I don't know these new terms and new jingles, or whatever. Thirsty means like uh, like like almost like not quite like horny, but like in a very desperate way. You know, like very, like kind of creepy, like, hey, get over here. You know, it's like that. Like, that's what. Yeah, yeah. But, like, not really Instagram models. Like, the people that are, like, constantly hitting up the Instagram models, they would be considered the thirsty ones. You know? I thought they were. Like, you're not thirsty for, like, cooling your stuff. You're thirsty for, like, I don't know, just, like, constantly hitting up, like, the same person or, like, constantly, like, just being really, like, aggressive, you know, um, with your flirting, I guess, is what thirsty would be. <laughs> okay, you know, that's... Yeah. All right, then. <laughs> so, <laughs> now you know. <laughs> now I know. I appreciate that. Thank you for explaining that. Hey, that was pretty, um, that's nice artwork you got on your Facebook page with the, um, skull. Oh, thank you. Yeah, what inspired that? Oh, the, um, so are you talking about the drawing that I did recently, or are you oh, talking you, you, about you my know? cover photo? Oh, your cover photo. Yeah. Um, the cover photo I did as well, it was, it was digital, though, on an app. Um, I make, like, these dolls. They're, like, very creepy, like, looking weird dolls. I made probably, I did a collection of, like, maybe 15 of them, um, which were really cool. Um, but the uh, the drawing that you might be talking about is right here, actually. And what motivated me to do this was the whole coronavirus thing going on. So yeah, it's a skeleton. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. And it's a wash your fucking hands. Yeah. 
Yeah. I was just inspired by, like, the coronavirus thing. and just felt like doing a creepy little skull. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it started out as a but I think I actually want to, like, paint. I need to get some paint. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that, your artwork's really good. I mean, I was really kind of blown away by it. Thank you. Like I was, I was oh, like, I appreciate I, I, that. I wasn't creeping on your Facebook page. I was researching. But anyways, that's... <laughs> right, right, because you're not thirsty. <laughs> I'm not thirsty. Thinking when I saw the little video of you shooting those guns, I was like, okay, no, that's it. I'm not thirsty anymore. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I can't, I, I can't, yeah. I want a board. I'm so, I'm just a white boy from Vermont. That's all I am. <laughs> yeah, um, as a bartender, you know, and like being in this quarantine, I'm trying to stay creative, you know, and stay busy. I think that's super important, you know. Oh, definitely. Socializing right now as well is super important because that's a huge part of our career, you know. So yeah, definitely. When you were like, "Let's do the podcast," I was like, "Yes, let's do it. Let's socialize." Like, yeah. For sure. Right, definitely. I think people are just are just I don't know, set in their ways, but they're just like stubborn or afraid or whatever. Too, you know. I the world stopped, and now is your time to you know spread your wings a little bit and. Take chances. I mean, that's how I look at it. And that's how I look yeah. like, you know, like with the podcast. I mean, the first, I did one podcast that was successful with a friend of mine. And then I went off my own, ugly divorce. And uh, the podcast I did after it failed because I was too emotional trying to get back at that guy. So when everything started yeah. off with the coronavirus and I started looking at videos and like actually reading about podcasting. And I'm like, oh, all the mistakes to say don't be a fucking asshole to. I did all five of them. Okay, that's great. You know, it's... but I'm just using yeah, this... live and learn. And now, yeah, go ahead. Now is a really good time to take that time to yourself and really develop like other parts of who you are. You know, I think this quarantine is actually kind of good for a lot of us because. You know, it's forcing us to take a step back. And, like, my friend asked me the other day, they're like, how do I keep myself from losing my mind, you know, from staying home? And I'm like, dude, like, you have the opportunity, like, to, like, get creative and, like, learn things. Like, learn a new language if you want. You know, we have the Internet still, thank God. (laughs) Without the Internet, this would be a lot harder. (laughs) Knock on wood. (laughs) Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> what are you drinking right now? I am drinking it's a kinky a... blue apple. It's a kinky, oh. kinky blue and apple juice. Oh, okay. Got, nice. That sounds really good, actually. Got a lot of apple juice. I saw juice. the color. Yeah, I mean, new cocktail I've tried. Not bad. Figure I'll do a there new cocktail every time I do a podcast, and hopefully I don't get too fucked up. You know, that's... Which has... Yeah, yeah. If I wasn't drinking Modelo, I would just be drinking Jim Beam and ginger ale, which is my go-to. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'll get there. Still a little early for me. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, I'm three hours ahead of you, so. Yeah, yeah. Also, you go to bed. What Man, time? one thing I did notice. I was just gonna say that one thing I did notice, um, not 
bartending and just being stuck at home, my schedule is so out of whack. Like, I am completely like a creature of the night. I go to sleep at 7 o'clock in the morning, and I wake up at like 2 or 3 in the afternoon. Yeah, because bartenders have their own little uh, world. It's a time zone, you know? Yeah, seriously. I mean, just... Yeah. Yeah, my boyfriend and I, it's funny, we have this joke, because he's got to get up at 7 in the morning, so he's, like, waking up, and I'm just, like, barely, like, crawling into bed and going to sleep, and so he's like, are you tapping in? All right, I'm tapping out, (laughs) like, for some bed, like... (laughs) Tagging, that's cool. That's great. What time time does your place close? My place? Yeah. Two in the morning. Two, jeez. Two in the morning. Jeez, I'm my place mm-hmm. close at midnight. Thank God. When you get old, really? when you get yeah. older, the two in the mornings aren't that pleasant. I'm sure. I can imagine. See, I always. Tell- it is perfect for me though. I've had this that kind of schedule, mm-hmm. so it's nice to be able to have a job where I can get paid. Because I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be up during that time either way. Right. No matter what, I'm going to be up. So it's nice to be able to be paid during that time, <laughs> you know? Yeah, definitely. So. Uh, so you have a premium Snapchat. I do. I do. What is well, a, what is a premium know, Snapchat? Because, you know, I'm married. I can't really, like, look into these things without getting in trouble. Yeah. Um, well, you know, times are hard. We're not working right now, so... Premium Snapchat is basically, um, it's just Snapchat, but as long as people know that, like, oh, like, this is your premium, then you basically charge people for um, pictures and videos. And uh, so I, I made a move. <laughs> so this is, like, a separate, like, like feature for Snapchat, or is it, like, a separate application? No, it's not. It's all under, it's all the same as Snapchat. Like, premium Snapchat is just, like, kind of a a known, like, an underground known kind of thing, you know? So, like, there's not a separate app to it. There's nothing, like, you don't set anything up differently. Um, like, what I do um, is, so, when someone asks for my premium Snapchat handle and I add them, and as soon as I add them, I have a list of rules that I have that they have to follow. And then I have a list which uh, basically has my rates and then it'll have my uh, my payment options. So like my Venmo, my Cash App. Um, so I send out the rules, I send out the rates, and they tell me what they want. And I make the video or photo and then send it out. And, uh, but I don't make anything until the money is in my bank account right you know so it's like cash first yeah definitely 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 very important yeah um in that side of that no definitely i wouldn't i honestly never thought that i would do something like that but like i said times are hard yeah and do what you gotta do you know i mean if there's a way to make money we gotta make it you know (laughs) I remember one night working at um, this Alonzo, Connecticut. There was a, it was a gentleman's club, and I'm talking about we had to wear nice clothes and shit like that. It was like a legit gentleman's club, and there was one guy came up to me yeah. on a Saturday night, 
and he was like, tell, asked, told me to bark like a bark like a dog. So I just looked down like, whatever, shook my head. He put 50 bucks down and said like, bark boy, bark. I took that 50 bucks, barked three times, and walked away. So, you know. Hell yeah. That's because down the road, definitely. Can, down the road, he can just tell your kids and grandkids, I was drunk. What do you expect? <laughs> yeah, my friend, I was telling my friend about my premium Snapchat uh, recently. And she's like, so let me get this straight. You're a virtual stripper. And I was like. Yeah, I guess you could say that. It's like like that for like, sure. Like, how far would you go? So, um, I mean, how much are they gonna pay? <laughs> like, you know, it's. I feel like it's totally fine because I don't have to like see anyone or touch anyone or do anything. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, free range. I mean, I I'm a total hippie. Like, I you can't okay. tell right now, but I have dreadlocks. Uh, my head or dreaded um you can see the mandala in the background all that so i'm a huge hippie and i i'll go to festivals and the hot springs and i'm totally comfortable like being fully nude you know right so like that's not really a big deal to me you know okay, so cool. if people are gonna pay to see me nude i mean shit why not <laughs> yeah you know yeah definitely I mean... it's just the body yeah, really. I mean, I, last time I checked, you know, guys has penises, girls has vaginas. But you know, what do I know these days? Yeah, right. <laughs> so you want to uh, give just tell us about um, what you handle for the premium Snapchat? So if like you have a guy like me who's listening to this podcast, wants to hit you up, you know, has a credit card. Yeah, definitely. All I would ask um, if we do that, because I wouldn't know right away, um, like, who I'd like to know who, um, you know, I'm giving my handle to. Right. So if so, if anyone's interested, um, and if you do check out my premium Snapchat, just send me a message like, hey, I heard you on the podcast, um, you know, just kind of letting me know where you got the handle. But the handle is uh, at freckled. And then it's Fox with three X's O-X. Okay. So that's Freckled Fox three X's O-X. And, uh, yeah, that's my handle. Okay. Feel free. Welcome. But, but show the respect <laughs> and send you a message first. Yes, absolutely. I would very much appreciate that. Because um, I just recently found this out, but Snapchat has this weird thing where um, it's like a quick ad, and so like people can see like your your handle yep. and just add you, you know. And so I had people doing that, and I'm like, wait, like, do you know that this is a premium Snapchat? And they're like, what? Oh no, I just <laughs> added you on Quick Ad, and I was like, okay, let's not do that anymore. So I'm not adding people on Quick Ad anymore. So it lets you know like when someone adds you, it says, oh, added from Quick Ad or added from Search Bar. Okay. So if they add me the search bar, then I know that my handle was given to them. So, um, yeah. But still, I just try to be a little cautious. I just, I still like to kind of at least know, like, where my photos are going, yeah. you know? Yeah, aren't you afraid of that? That is nice to me. No, that's what I was going to say. I already know what you're going to ask. Okay. Snapchat, delete as soon as you send it. Right. And if someone were to take a screenshot, 
of my photo, I would know right away. Okay. And it's it's in my rules that, you know, if you take a screenshot without asking, you're going to be banned. So. So you don't go after him, like, legally or anything like that? Or send your boyfriend to kick his ass or... No, no, nothing like that. Nothing like that. Um, you know, legally, I don't think that I have a right to do that. I'm not sure about the laws on all of that quite yet. Um, but before I did all of this, I asked my boyfriend before I even started the premium Snapchat. I was like, hey, I'm out of work. You know, a couple of friends told me that this would probably be a good idea. You know, is it okay with you? And he was super so supportive of it. So, I mean, his thought process was, you know, if he was like, if I were you, I would do it. So I'm not going to tell you you can't because right. I would, you know. Oh, all right. Well, sweet. We're in the clear. <laughs> yeah, That's all that really mattered to me, really. He was okay with it. Yeah, same you thing know? Same thing with me. If the wife signs off on it, okay, that's cool. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Well, unfortunately, I made the arrangement with you to do this podcast. And then I was like, oh, yeah, by the way, this sounds right too late. <laughs> so that, was, that was frowned upon for the rest of the night, but. Man, oh. But it's all good. I should no worries. Be. I'm sorry? Yeah. I said, no worries here, man. It's all good. I get it. Because I'm very, like, old school, so it's like. The whole Facebook thing is like, you know, send a comment like to you, be like, hey, let's talk for a second. And then people are like, oh, oh my God, he's hitting on her. He's hitting on her. It's like, really? And then I look like Sam, like, that does sound bad. Does that sound bad? That sounds bad. Why did I repeat this if I send it? No, it's not bad. It's good. It's legit. It's. Yeah. Honestly, I wouldn't worry about it too much, though, because the internet is full of trolls. Yeah. You know, the internet is full of trolls, and people are just going to troll you for any reason. So don't take it too to heart. You know, you kind of just yeah. got to play back and, you know, fuck with them back. And that's what I did. That's I, the I, internet. I, I was like, oh, come on, guys. You think I'm going to really stand on a girl and openly say somewhere my wife would see, I, I'm going to DM you? Like, yeah. On, really? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so yeah. check out Courtney at what's the restaurant called again? What was that? What's the restaurant you worked at again? Oh, um, it's uh, the Beach House the Beach in Mentone, San Francisco County. So check out Courtney there. Uh, real, the real fast before I let you go, I gotta ask, mm-hmm. what's your wireless? Bartending moment. Um, I, I, it doesn't, I think. I mean, it doesn't have, have to be behind the bar. It could be, it could be a customer. Just your wildest moment. Yeah. Um, recently, I guess the one that very first pops into my mind is uh, this guy. It was uh, closing time. It was uh, after two, and I'm closing and. Uh, He's still there, and I was like, hey, man, you know, it's it's time to go, you know, and he's shit-faced, and he wasn't trying to leave, so I was like, okay, look, here, I'm going to make a deal with you, um, play some music on the jukebox, 
while I do my closing and you can stay. Sober up a little bit. Here's some water, you know. Um, then he just, like, just refused. Like, absolutely refused to leave. Didn't want to play music on the jukebox. I literally had to physically push him out of the bar. Like, I had to come from around the bar and physically grab him and shove him out of the bar. I pushed him out the front door. I locked the door. And then he's just standing there, like, looking through the windows. I'm, like, watching him on camera. It got crazy. Like, I I almost wanted to fight this guy. It got pretty weird. So definitely not, like, the most fun story, but that was pretty wild. And, you know, we have to deal with that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I'll let you go. Thank you very much for joining me on this episode. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was awesome. And I'll probably see thank you. In, I'll probably see you in Facebook world. Yeah, right on. I'll see you around. All right, you take care. Enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. And that was Courtney from the Beach House in California. Very lovely girl. And I wish her the best of luck during these hard times. And... No, I just... Very free-spirited. And just, I really hope she has a great career behind the bar. Or whatever she decides to do in her life. That's all I have today for the fifth bartender, everybody. I am Vic Muscat signing off. Questions or comments, find me on the Facebook page or on my personal Facebook page, Vic Muscat, and Twitter, Vic Muscat802, or Instagram, Vic Muscat. Take care, everyone. Be safe out there. Godspeed. Love you all. And I'll see everyone next time on the fifth bartender with Vic. Thank you. <laughs>